I thank each one of you for being here. I was sitting up, sitting thinking a minute ago when Sister Emma was up there singing how blessed we are to have a church to be able to go to. I tell you, if I live within 100 miles of here, this is where I'd want to come and to be with you fine folks and join in with you until the day the Lord carries us home. It's an honor and a blessing. I thank the Lord for Brother Rick. Uh, he's a good friend of mine, and we've been a... Uh, working with each other for quite a while now, and I just thank God for every part that he's had in my life. I heard some good news a while ago in the prayer room that uh, starting next Sunday that you're going to start having Sunday school back again. And I'm telling you, that is wonderful. We need more Sunday schools, is that right? I don't know if you know this or not, but Sunday school is God's university for teaching angels. Amen. How do you say, why do you say that, Brother Johnny? Well, when they asked Jesus, when are you coming back? He said, I don't know, and the angels don't know, but only my Father knows when I'm coming back. Is that right? So every time that the second coming is preached on, you might not realize it, but the angels want to get in on it to find out when the Lord is coming back again. Amen. Well, that, that don't make you shout. I don't know nothing that make, won't make you shout. Then Peter said, then Peter was talking about salvation. He said, the angels desire to look in this thing. See, they don't know nothing about salvation like we do. Is that right? So we're doing something that even the angels can't even do. When that angel was there at the household of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10, and Cornelius wanted to be saved. Why didn't that angel leave the Lord? He can't because he don't know nothing about salvation. Is that right? And so he said, I want you to do, send a job and you'll find one by the name of Simon Peter up on a rooftop. Get him and he'll tell you how to be saved. So we're doing something that angels can't even do. So I thank God for the church. This world is in a mess. It's, I've never seen it in such a mess. If, if the people on the outside only knew they're blind right now, but once they come to the saving faith of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they'll find out that the church is the greatest uh, uh, place for anybody to be in where you can get help, get new brothers and new sisters in Christ. Is that right? When you've messed up, when you messed up, they'll still love you. They'll pray for you and they really care for you. Is that right? I want you to do me a favor if you would first. I want you to turn on 1 Peter uh, chapter number 1. 1 Peter chapter number 1. I, I just want to read you one verse, just, just one verse here. In 1 Peter chapter number 1. 1 Peter chapter number 1, if you would. 1 Peter chapter 1 and in verse number 4. It said, To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. The question is, do you have a reservation Already reserved for you? That's the question. Do you have a reservation already made over there? Now if you would turn to the book of Jeremiah if you would please. 
to the book of Jeremiah chapter number 8. Jeremiah chapter number 8, if you'd be so kind uh, to turn over there in Jeremiah chapter number 8. Here's what the Bible said in chapter 8, verse 20. The harvest is past, the summer's ended, and we're not saved. And, 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 and it said, we're not saved. For the hurt of the daughters of my people, am I hurt? I am a black astonishment hath taken hold on me, have taken hold on me. Is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician? Why is there uh, not, uh, the, not the daughter, the health of the daughter of my people uh, not recovered? Then chapter 9, it said, Oh, he said, Oh, he just cried. I said, Oh, that my head were waters and mine eyes were fountain of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. All that I had in the place, I had a place in the wilderness called a lodging place for wayfaring men that I might leave my people and go from them and for, uh, for they all be adulterers and assembly of treacherous men and they bend their tongues like the bow for lies. But they are not valiant for the truth uh, upon the earth uh, for they proceed from evil to evil, and, and perceive evil for evil, and they know not me, saith the Lord. Aren't you may be seated if you would please. I want you to notice that word. I want you to notice that word if you would in uh, verse number two. Oh, that I had a place in the wilderness. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard that song before. This world is a wilderness, and I'm ready for deliverance. You can imagine there's no way that you can see what's going on in every city, every town. It seems like across this country, it seems like that these that there's a bunch of raving uh, beasts uh, out there uh, that are killing and murdering and doping and tearing cities up and doing everything, any kind of destruction that you can imagine. And really, it's like being in a wilderness. Is that right? And then he said that I wish that there was a lodging place. That lodging place simply means a place to get out of all the wilderness. A place to spend the night a place to just get away from the hurts of my people, from all the cussing, all the killing, all the rioting, all the murdering, everything going on. He said, I just wish that there was a place that I could go uh, to get away from all of that kind of stuff. I know that I, myself personally, and, and like you, many have come back from a, come from a bad background. In 1963, Judge Sam Debbie Davis in Houston, Texas, I was facing three years in the Texas penitentiary. I'll never forget what he told me. He said, Johnny Campbell, there is no hope for you. He said, if I had the power, I would put you away where the sun would never shine on you again. 
You're unfit to live in, in society with decent people. But little did he know, little did he know, I heard your, I heard your missionary uh, that you had here uh, Wednesday night, the, the Gideon uh, that was here. And he was talking about them putting Bibles in motels. That's what he was talking about. Putting the Bibles in the motels. And when he said that the other night, I was watching him at home. I was watching him at home when he said how that they, the Gideons put the Bibles in the motels. And about that time, my mind went back to September in 1968. 28 years old. Had never held a Bible. Had never read a Bible. Had never been to church a day in my life. Didn't know the Lord from nothing. Didn't know I was just like living in the wilderness. A person being out there like that. And you got to find a place for a hiding place like the church of the living God. I know a lot of times you're tired, but when you come here on Wednesday night, you might say, I don't feel like coming tonight. But there's something after you get down here and brother starts leading the singing and they go to testifying, all of a sudden you'd rather be no other place than right here. This is a place. Is that right? And that night I'll never forget there. Memphis was burning the city of Memphis, Tennessee was burning the garbage strikers was on work. I was I was rioting there that night. All the men that was oh, they had traveled me from Denver, Colorado to Memphis, Tennessee. They was asleep on the floor in the motel. And I didn't have nothing else to read and I reached in that drawer. First time I'd ever seen something like that in my life. And I picked it up. I couldn't make no sense of it. But that's all it takes is one verse to hang you. Is that right? And I'll sit there that night and I'll begin to read that thing. Them names, I just laughed at them names, all them funny names. But not knowing the very next night that I would be invited to a tent meeting with 2,000 people there. And that night and that very night uh, when, when that guy said, I'm going to read to you tonight out of the Bible. I thought to myself, I just read the Bible last night and it didn't hurt me so I guess I might as well I'll sit here and listen to this man. And that night he preached about a Savior. How sinners could have their lives changed and walk out of there a new person in Christ. And the Lord will give you all kinds of new brothers and sisters and all of your sins from the day that you was born will all be forgiven. Is that right? So when I begin to think about that tonight, uh, uh, I was leaving the motel room over there that y'all were so kind to get me a room to stay over there. And I begin to think about that motel. I looked over there and there was a Bible in the motel where I'm at. And I begin to think that that reminds me of the church. All good motels and all churches has got an old-fashioned 1611 Bible in there. Is that right? Not just any Bible, but a 1611 Bible. Is that true? So that night, that so that night, uh, when I saw that, when I saw that it had to have a Bible there, then I began to think about all the miles that I've traveled in one month. When I was on the road a lot, 5,400 miles in one month. It might not be much to a truck driver. But to a guy, to a guy just traveling down the road, that means a whole lot. Is that right? 5,400 miles. 
that week, that week I had stayed like in the Econo Lodge. I'd stayed in all different kinds of lodges, a traveler's lodge. I had stayed at every kind of a lodge that you can imagine as I traveled on the road. So tonight when I begin to think when I was in the motel, how the church is likened unto a many a thing. It's likened unlike unto the bride. A bride, is that right? Come on, nod your little pointed head. Amen. And nodded. How that it's likened unto a bride. It's likened unto the ship of Zion. Is that right? And so tonight for a few minutes I want to show you something. How that a motel, like I'm staying in there, like lots of you stayed in them a whole lot. How that there is a, a likeness, a, a practical application from a motel that every time you see one that it can't help you make but think nothing but of the church of the church of the living God. A minute ago, I read you in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, there has to be a reservation. Is that right? Long time back, I was, in the, I was heading to Charleston, West Virginia. And the name of the motel, the, the, the uh, pastor told me the name of the motel. And he said, we got you fixed up in your room. And you've already got your reservation made. Just go there and get checked in. Now the name of the church that I was with was the Calvary Baptist Church of Charleston, West Virginia. I'll never forget, I was so tired. I drove up in front of that motel. And I got up and I walked in the motel. And I said, I need to ask you a question. Do you have a reservation here for Johnny Campbell? And she said, I got to look in the book. And she turned around just like this. And she turned that book. She said, Mr. Campbell, there's a reservation already made for you. Do you I'm asking you a question here tonight. Is there a reservation in glory already made for you? Is that right? Watch this. So, just like that at this motel a while ago. They, they wanted some ID. Well, a lot of times when you're on the road, you've got to pay for your own room. So I reached back there to get my billfold, and I opened it up like this, my ID, and to pull my credit card out. And she said, Mr. Campbell, you don't have to pay for it. Calvary has already paid for it. That was the name of the church that I was going to be in that night. But can I tell you, if you've got a reservation in glory tonight, I want you to know it's because it was made at Calvary. According to God, where God shed His blood for you and me. That's how you get in. There has to be a reservation made. And it's got to be made at Calvary. Water baptism won't do it. Do it. Being a good person won't do it. But you have to let the turn it over to the Lord. And that's the only thing that's got the cleansing, saving power. So I noticed this, brother, when I got ready to walk. Uh, Jeremiah said, I wish there was a lodging place. Simply means a place to spend the night. I'll never forget after I got checked into the room there. The first thing I did, the first thing they did, she gave me the key. I started walking to my motel there that night, and I never reckoned paid no attention to this before.
Motels only have one door. Nod your little head. Is that right? There's only one door to get to heaven. Is that right? And that motel has only got one door on it. Is that true? And if your name is in the book and you kill it, can only end by one door. The Lord Jesus Christ. Is that right? Now when I stepped inside of the door, the very first thing I noticed on my door like at the motel a while ago, there was three locks on that door. There was a chain, there's a little thumb bolt, and there's a lock on the knob. Once you get into the church of the living God, I want you to know that you're safe and secure forever, eternal life. Is that right? You're locked in good. Is that true? And so, not only that, not only that, but once you get in there, you went through the door, you got the reservation, and you got, the, you got inside the door. The first thing I noticed once I crossed inside that motel, when I opened the door just like I did this afternoon, when I opened the door, laying on the bed was the comforter. Jesus said, it's expedient for you that I go away, for if I don't go away, the comforter will not come. Is that right? Is that true? The Holy Spirit is in every person. The minute that you get saved by the grace of God, you're sealed until the day of redemption. Is that right? Not only that, not only that. I noticed too, when I got in the motel there and every motel that you've ever stayed in, Upon the wall, when I looked on the wall over there, there was a thermostat. That thermostat, you can regulate it to the heat or cool any way you want it. And can I tell you, that's the same way it is with church services. You can have it as hot as you want it, and it can be as cold as you want it. Is that right? Is that, I don't know about you, but I like it hot. Is that right? I like it when it really gets on. I mean, when the saints testify and see sinners walk the aisle and be born in the family of God. Did you know I read a thing the other day? Last year, over 3,000 Southern Baptists never even baptized one person. And here last Sunday, y'all had four saved. And I don't know how many of y'all got lined up to be baptized already that's more that's more than thousands of churches are having done is that right and you know why because it's the grace of god is that true it's his power it's his drawing power and it's his keeping power is that right so not only that not only that i noticed uh in that uh motel not only was there a thermostat to have it as hot as you wanted or as cold as you wanted it but I'm so glad, but I'm so glad to tell you that that night that I pulled in that motel, that night I pulled in that motel, I'll never forget when I, was, when I first drove in the driveway, I seen this sign here. There is a vagrancy. I mean, there's a place tonight. If you're here and you're not saved by the grace of God, I don't know a better place or a better time than to be born in the family of God. Thank God there's a vacancy down at the house of God where we can be saved by the grace of God. Is that right? And so I'm so glad to thank the Lord tonight that I pulled in there. 
Thank God it didn't say no vacancy. It said there's a vacancy tonight where you can be born again. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. When I'd leave the revival at night, I'd come back into the motel and I'd be so sweaty, so tired till I just couldn't hardly put one leg in front of the other one. And I'd walk by the desk and I'd ask the lady. I said, ma'am, will you do me a favor? I said, will you wake me up in the morning when the sun comes up? I sure would appreciate it. And she said, Mr. Campbell, in your room, you got a phone with a direct line. And I thought, ma'am, you just don't really know what you're talking about. That is the Lord's truth. There's an old hymnal they used to sing, Operator, Operator, get Jesus on the line. Thank God when we could dial that number, you don't have to, you don't have to, uh, when they answer on the other end, they don't say, if you want to talk to Paul, press one. You want to talk to Peter, press two. No, you get a direct line to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the way the Lord does for us. Directly through. Don't have to wait around no more. I was laying in that motel just like this afternoon. Getting ready to come here trying to get a little shut eye. And I started hearing some sound like showers running. It's moving. Somebody shaving or blowing their hair. I don't know what they was doing. But you know what that was? They was going to leave out ahead of us. And that's the way we've got a lot of folks in the last year. How many people that have we, I went to the graveyard and buried so many. We never expected them to leave out that fast. But I'm telling you, they got ready and they've done moved out. And glory to God, we're soon going to see them in that other land. Is that right? And that's the reason I say that you can like it every motel. That you go up down the road unto the church of the living God. Is that right? Let's bow our heads if we would, please. Let's bow our heads. Father, I pray, Lord, that you will take this and apply it to our hearts. That we can see how wonderful a church you got. And so many things that you liken the church unto. Lord, I never had a place like the house of God. Lord, it's been such a comfort and such a strength and raised my family in and Lord, and it's just been so wonderful to know for a wayfaring man that you got a place that he can come in and find rest for his soul, that he can walk out with all of his sins forgiven, nothing no more against him between my Savior and I. Thank you for that. Thank you for the church of the living God. Thank you for all, oh Lord God, your, your children that's in here, our brothers and sisters in Christ. We thank you for that, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we do pray. Let's all stand if we would, please. They will sing with us just as I am.